There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Capital Club Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Excelsior Capital, an investment platform focused on democratizing private equity by providing individuals access to direct opportunities. To learn more about the firm and the Capital Club community, visit our website at www.excelsiorgp.com and connect with Brian on LinkedIn. Happy Friday and welcome back to another solo episode on the Capital Club podcast. Today, we're doing the final installment of the Killer D series that I started a few weeks ago. And if you're interested in going back and listening to some of the prior episodes, they will be listed out on the schedule. So we've gone through a number of things, decoupling, de-industrialization, de-globalization. Today, we're going to be talking about depopulation, which I personally think is the most interesting impactful, and will be felt in the deepest way across the world, just because the forces behind it are so incredibly strong. So let's kind of set the table here. It's interesting because when I started doing homework on this, talking to other people who have been in this space for a while on the investing geopolitical kind of macroeconomic side, in the 60s and the 70s, there was a real worry that the world was going to be overly populated, that we would be facing famine and overcrowding because the population was growing so dramatically. It was called a population bomb that was taking place. And it did. It, it increased dramatically over the last 50 to 100 years. But the issue now is this, it's really been a stark reversal in terms of before there was this worry of overpopulation and now depopulation is becoming kind of what's going to be top of mind for a lot of people and countries as they navigate the next 50 to 100 years. So we have a lot of things going on here. One, 
this massively aging baby boomer population, which is really hitting retirement age now. And I can speak to it personally. My parents have both retired in the last two to three years, especially because of COVID. It's really spurred a lot of people and been a catalyst for a lot of people to go ahead and and retire. But this is happening in droves. It will only get worse. So we have this huge population aging quickly and leaving the workforce and simultaneously requiring a lot of healthcare services. The other dynamic here is that fertility rates have been going down dramatically across the board since the 50s. And so today, I was reading about this in The Economist, I wrote in my newsletter, nearly half the world's people live in countries with fertility rates below replacement level. Replacement levels considered 2.1 children per female. And so in the 1950, the average woman, this is global, had five births. Today, it's 2.3. And the trend line is really only going one direction, which is straight down. So on the one hand, yes, this is a positive thing. If you think about the earth, we have finite resources. There's obviously an environmental catastrophe occurring. A smaller population with a less burden will certainly kind of help things. It also creates opportunity for historically underrepresented groups, women, minorities, et cetera, to allow for them to have entry into the workforce. And there will be this upward pressure on wages, theoretically, which considering where in America, at least where real wages have stagnated since the 70s, that's a positive thing. But all of this really in the context of the broader conversation is quite paltry when you think about kind of all the negatives that will happen. So demographics is the engine that drives growth rather on a country level when you think about economies. And so declining labor force, aging population, by definition, is going to be slower economic growth. And some countries will actually experience a contraction of growth. And so if you think about this, just the incredible power that compounding has, and it works, right, when it goes up, but those same forces have an exponential decrease when you're dealing with shrinkage. Scholars and, you know, economists and these people that track these things, they're really debating when exactly this will happen on a global level, but certainly on a country basis, it's happening. And it will happen across the world in the next few decades. And once you hit that tipping point, and once you start going down, it's largely irreversible. And so just a couple, I mean, there's so many statistics I could throw out there, but this is really fascinating just to get your arms around this issue. Today, 46 countries around the world, including Japan, Russia, and China, have shrinking populations. That number is supposed to rise to 76 countries, or 67 countries rather, by 2040. There's been a lot of news about China lately, how they posted a dramatic population decrease recently. Huge amount of debate whether the numbers that come out of China are, are real or not. But let's just kind of take them at face value because they're still instructive. I personally think that their data is not real, that they're hiding a larger issue. But Let's just go with it today because they're still remarkable. So just earlier this month, this is January of 2023, the National Bureau of Statistics announced China's population fell by 850,000 last year, which puts them at about 1.4 billion total, the first documented decline of their population in 60 years. 
Now, the UN projects that China's population will fall to 1.3 billion by 2050. And this is where the exponential shrinkage, you can see it really playing out. Want to learn more about investing in alternatives? Take the next step by joining the Capital Club, an affinity peer-to-peer network of industry professionals organized by Excelsior Capital. You'll gain access to exclusive alternative investment opportunities, premium content and education, private events, and more. Visit excelsiorgp.com slash Capital Club Podcast for more information and to sign up today. So today, $1.4 billion, 2050, $1.3. By the end of this century, $767 million. So just about half of what its current population is today in 75 years. It's incredible. In 2040, the working age population of China will fall by 114 million people. Huge impact, right? And so what does this all mean? Like I mentioned before, fewer workers and participants in the labor force because of falling fertility rates and older workers leaving via retirement or death, GDP and and growth will be smaller. There'll be a huge challenge to have enough healthcare workers to take care of this aging baby boomer generation. It's already a problem in the United States. Have you seen some of the nursing strikes that have gone on or the demand that we have for doctors that's gone unfulfilled in this country? And then if you take a look at some of these large social programs, Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, you know they're dependent on taxes being paid in by younger working age populations to fund these future obligations. And when those numbers get out of whack, those programs just stop working. And in the U.S., our working age population has been stagnant for 15 years. And for the first time, it's set to decline in this decade. So unless we have people paying into these programs, they will not be able to make good on the future obligations that they've set out, especially given kind of that dynamic of this much older larger baby boomer population that is taking up a ton of these resources. Obviously, you can imagine that housing and factories, infrastructure, schools, etc., you know, if there's no new people and new workers requiring growth there, investment dollars aren't going to be allocated. And in this broader context right now, or this morning I was reading about this debt ceiling dilemma that we're facing, you know, Again, these promises the U.S. government is making are dependent on people paying into the same system down the road. And so this huge amount of debt of trillions of dollars that we have, it really kind of becomes a bigger challenge if the economy is not growing, if GDP is not growing. Now, luckily, we're a very dynamic country and we have a very you know, robust economy. But you can imagine Russia, China, Iran no longer giving emerging markets debt facilities because they're having their own internal issues. The emerging market in the third world is in for a very rough ride over the next few years. So definitely be on the lookout for that. I just don't think the IMF and others are going to be able to bail them out anymore. And it, you know, it's instructive. China's trying to do this. Other countries are going to try to do this to buck this trend of declining fertility rates, but they have a tendency to be very persistent and sticky. And then once fertility rates start falling, it's very hard to reverse it. 
no matter what kind of tax incentives or government schemes that you put out there. And so kind of what does this all mean? Well, in order to maintain our quality of life, we need GDP per capita. So not overall GDP, but kind of GDP on a person by person basis, that, that average living standard, we need it to continue to move forward in order to drive economic growth. And so, you know, for the U.S., we're going to be dealing with a slower growth, inflationary, higher cost of capital environment. And so we need, you know, cohesive federal policy. We need effective immigration strategies and really start investing heavily in technology in the workforce to manage through this. I do think the U.S. is really well positioned to do it. We have a history of very effective immigration policies. It's a very controversial issue and topic right now, given everything that's happening at the border. But I feel confident that we'll be able to come to some type of resolution there. Because frankly, the domestic U.S. population is not producing enough workers. And so we need to have some type of immigration policy introduced. I do feel like the federal government will create incentives and packages to push through this. But just on a broader sense, think about a falling knife, right? Trying to catch it is trying to think through hand manage this, you know, shrinking global population is not something that we've had to deal with, you know, in a hundred years. And we've been going on one trajectory and now it's about to reverse. And it's going to be hugely damaging for some people and it will be very disruptive across the board. So this concludes the Killer D series. I hope you've enjoyed it. I know it's been fascinating for me to research these topics and read different articles and think through, okay, what does this mean? There's always pros and cons associated with it. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've learned something. I hope it spurs you to go and kind of dig deeper into these topics and subject matters. And we will be in touch. I'm going to try to do more solo episodes. I'll think of some other interesting ideas or areas to explore, but please do leave us a review. Let me know what you think. Do leave a rating. And I look forward to speaking with you soon. Thank you and take care. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of The Capital Club. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please like, rate, or leave us a review. And stay tuned for our next episode coming soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.